Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. everybody and welcome back to Star Fellows, your favorite D&D podcast in a galaxy far, far away. I'm your dungeon master, Rob, and with me as always are my friends, Hannah, Ooh. Amelia Sam, Sup. and Brennan. All right, let's get this going. <laughs> when we last left off, our surly heroes made their way to the Solar Swirl, a tea and bookshop located in a wooden cottage suspended high in the air in a mega tower above the streets of 500 Republica in the capital sector of Coruscant. At this strange locale, we met Rosie, a highly intelligent, highly modified, super sexy and badass protocol droid who knew Oko Valneem. She revealed to you that her shop is actually a front for a much larger arms dealing industry hidden in her secret laboratory within the skyscraper. Refusing to give our heroes more information about Oko until they did her a favor, our heroes must now fight a group of creepy assassin droids who are malfunctioning in spasmodic ways on the hangar floor of Rosie's lab. So the last thing we did before we ended last episode was roll initiative to remind everybody um, and ourselves about how that went. Um, Akala rolled the highest, then L, and then Rama. I didn't reveal to you the initiative rolls of the two robots, uh, the two droids rather, that broke free of their constraints last time. Um, so without spoiling the rest of the initiative order, uh, the initiative order will actually begin with uh, droid A. Um, to make it easier to follow, I have color-coded these droids so uh, you may just take a note of this. Uh, droid A, which is the droid that L was interacting with um, before they uh, broke free of their constraints, is uh, painted matte black. Um, droid B, which is the other droid that broke free of its constraints, is uh, painted white. And droid C, which is still restrained by the metal constraints, um, is painted silver. Uh, before we get into the uh, meat of combat, let me again set the stage of what this laboratory floor looks like. You guys are in a large open space filled with many heavy objects, loose containers, ships, munitions. Um, the droids were placed in an open area where there wasn't many obstacles around, but there are ab like objects around the hangar that you all can interact with still. Um, the ceiling is about uh, 40 feet high. On the top of the ceiling are heavy light fixtures that run all the way through the large hangar. Um, 
and you have uh, several hundred feet of space kind of around you in all directions. These uh, droids were all clustered together um, within 10 feet of each other, uh, and they were sitting on the floor, and two of them have now broken free. Um, we start the initiative order with droid A. These are IG-88 assassin droids, very deadly. Um, droid A, the black droid, was interacting with L, so it is going to try to shoot L uh, with its long-range blaster rifle to start. Rude. There's no, like, disadvantage it gets for trying to hit me with the long-range rifle in melee. Um, you are not, like, on top of each other. Um, well, okay, you've convinced me. You've convinced me. You're, you're, you were right. You were actually physically touching this droid. And for I that was. reason, you are, you are close enough where I'm going to give this droid disadvantage. Thanks. Which is very helpful. Uh, does an eight hit? No. Okay, so droid A misses on its first attack. Next up in the order is Akala. Okay, so I was somewhat close to, um, I think I went walked up with L to the to these droids, so I'm pretty close to them, right? Yes. So when L um, cast her or cast their ability on the droid to try to cleanse its mind, you were following a few steps. We'll call it uh, five feet behind them. And then Rama was about 10 feet behind you, kind of on the perimeter of where the dome shield uh, was when it was still active. Okay, so I would like to close whatever distance between me and droid A is. Um, and I want to grab it somewhere. Um, anywhere I can reach, pref preferably its arm, and use um, break, which is a, a force casting... Uh, spell um, okay so you're trying to grapple um which is in itself so an action, so correct? so here's here's my here's my uh thought process is i want to use a force move without making it look like i'm using the force um so instead of doing it from a distance i want to make it look like i'm grabbing it and just using my bare strength to just break it if <laughs> if you'll allow that okay so you're not trying to actually physically grapple it you're no, using I'm your action to, to cast like... this force power. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you don't have subtle spell, correct? I don't think so. I did not know that was a thing. So. I don't think you do <laughs> either. So, so the question is, you can you can make a deception check um, to cast like a a spell subtly if it doesn't have like verbal or uh, semantic components. If you're if that break spell doesn't have those components where you would have to, like, say something or do something very, like, obviously that is magical to make it happen, then you can do this check without subtle spell. I will say the only people that you'll be trying to fool are these droids and Rosie, so that's also a consideration. Um, so, um, after just now reading uh, the next line of the, of the description, it says uh, it creates an explosion of sound that can be heard up to 100 feet away. So that seems not normal in nature. So must, have have <laughs> must have been the wind. Must have been the um, Unless you think I can get away with that, Rob. Um, I am going to say that if you cast uh, that break spell that that has that loud um, sound in the radius, like, yeah, it's going to be very clear that it was not from like, okay. a bomb or something else. Okay, never mind then. Um, I'm just gonna hit it then. I'll just oh. hit it. 
Okay. Why not? <laughs> uh, make your, your roll to hit. Um, okay. And your lightsaber is still inactive, correct? Yeah, it's not activated. And of okay. course, the first roll that I make is a nat one, which makes Ooh. it a five. Um, so I'm guessing that doesn't hit. I'm guessing I miss it. Yes, uh, Akala, you run up to L's side. You make a huge swing with your shield to try to dome this thing with just the metal casing of your shield, and you completely whiff, and you stumble forward and are just slightly off balance, but are otherwise okay. That's um, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> now it is Droid B's turn. Um, now, both you, uh, Akala, and L are engaged with Droid A, which means that Droid B... This IG-88 droid is actually able to make a sneak attack on his turn um, because you are within five feet of an ally. Um, so he's going to try to shoot you, Akala. Um, this is, again, this is droid B. This is the white droid. And he doesn't have disadvantage because he is more than five feet away from you guys. That's a crit. Uh, a crit great. fail, you mean? Akala dies. A natural five. one. It is a nothing. <laughs> I'm going to opt to just double the damage value because I think doubling the dice. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it. I'm just going to make that choice. All right, um, cool. Fine. So he's going to roll for damage. Okay. And then 2d6 for the sneak attack. God. Please don't kill me, Rob. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is 12 damage, Chocolo. Holy shit, that's two-thirds of my health. Just FYI. Cool. Why are you so small? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, did, he didn't, he didn't start, roll particularly guys. well on those extra damage, or those, uh, those, that sneak attack die. Um, okay, so that is his turn. Um, okay, so now in the initiative order... It goes to L. Yay. Okay. Uh, ready? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I would like to cast Phase Strike as a bonus action. Okay. Um, and uh, I'd like to move up to Droid B, the one that just hit my friend real good. Okay. Um, and... Uh, I will uh, simply roll with advantage to hit it with my vibro staff, double handed. Okay, so you're going to be crossing basically. So if you imagine that these droids were like sta basically in a line, like in a huddle, yeah, like somewhat spread out, about ten feet away, you are going to be crossing through the path of droid A that you were interacting with to get right. to droid B. But because I cast phase strike, until the power ends, my movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Lovely. Okay. Great to know. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so you're going to attack droid B with advantage. Go ahead and do so. <laughs> That's a 2 and a 19. <laughs> it's like just off a crit on both ways. Uh, okay. A but 19. I assume the natural 19 will hit. I can add yes. my shit to it. Yes, yeah, so natural um, 19 will hit. Okay, and um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, spend a couple smite slots. What am I doing? The force-empowered strikes? Yeah. Um, okay, I can... That's one, two, 
So the initial damage from this is 2d4. Uh, 4 plus 3 is 7, plus 2 is 9, plus uh, phase strike, which is an extra 6 force damage. And uh, with my force empowered strike, that's going to be an extra 11. So 11 plus 6 plus 9. So that's 17. So that's 26 damage? That sounds right. 26 damage. Okay, that is a, that is a lot of damage. Okay, um, it's a lot of damage. All so that's my right. first um, attack. Um, do I, <laughs> okay. I get a, oh no, I use my bonus action. Okay. Yeah, so you use your bonus action to cast face strike, so. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Wonderful. That was a, a, a good chunk of this thing's health. Um, you, uh, cast this on yourself. You move with inhuman quickness, dodging, uh, a swipe from the stock of droid A, um, as it's, uh, it uses its rifle to try to swat, like whack you. You duck under it easily, um, as if you were moving in bullet time. And you use your staff, and you just brain this white droid across the the head. Its tin can spins around. Its tin can helmet spins around, and you can see a visible dent um, where you hit it, um, like you've done some significant damage. Great, good turn, um, Thank Rama. You. It is now your turn. So. Um... I don't have most of my special things because I burned them all up shooting the <laughs> shooting our friends in the in the mm. tournament. Um, but we're gonna go for it anyway. I'm going to uh, forego my reaction and also the ability to use proficiency on uh, my attack and shoot once with each hand without my proficiency. I think I still got my dex, but I don't get my proficiency, so it's plus three instead of plus five or six or something. Um, I don't have my character sheet for those of you at home. My internet's out and I can't leave because I'm quarantining for my third time with COVID. Um, so Rob, I'm going to have to <laughs> have you pilot that for me. Um, yes. Um, so it's going to be, um, so the first attack to make is going to be plus five to hit. So that stays the same. And then the next attack will only be plus, uh, yeah, you don't get your proficiency bonus to hit. So it's only plus three. Got it. All right, here we go. Um, so the first one's a 14. Does that hit? I'm, I'm shoot. I'm uh, aiming for the one that just got whacked. By the way, uh, um, so that's that's 14 total. Uh, yes, is it that does not hit. All right, and the second one is a 16. 16 hits exactly. Go All right, roll damage. Sweet. Yeah, your your damage die um, is going to be one d four plus three. Got it. All right. I'm uh, also since I went to quarantine, I, I don't know who put on my dice. I'm using Excel random number generator at the moment. Alright, that is six damage on my friend who just got brained. Alright, six damage. Huh, okay. Uh, so you shoot him once. Um, do you aim anywhere in particular with your shot? I'd be aiming for the dent, but I don't think a 16 is high enough to hit it. Um, okay, yeah. So you, you're aiming for the same place where L just struck it. Your first shot misses. It just goes slightly wide as it's kind of like moving throughout space after recoiling from that hit. The second hits hit. Uh, your second laser blast hits it squarely in the chest. Um, does that damage, and it looks like it is um, getting pretty badly beaten up. Okay, next in the initiative order is Droid C, the Silver Droid, which is still restrained. So I'm going to have it make 
a strength saving throw. It has a plus two to strength. The DC to break this is 12, so it needs a 10 or higher. Did not break it. So Droid oh. C is still constrained, which buys you a little bit more time um, before this gets kind of out of hand. So uh, next up, so that'll end the initiative order. We're going back to Droid A, the black droid that started this whole thing off. Um, let's see. So both, uh, also all three of you engaged except for Han with droid A. Okay, so this droid is going to take aim at uh, L again. That just, uh, you know, L just snuck past, basically sprinted by this droid. It locked onto you, L, and so it's going to try to make another attack on you. Um, this time not sneak attack, because it, it tried to make that opportunity attack just before this, so it's, it's not getting a surprise on you or anything like that. Uh, going to roll to hit. Oh, it rolled a natural five, so it's not going to be able to hit you whatsoever. Um, and so that will just end that droid's turn. Um, Love that for me. Yes. Okay, which will bring us back to Akala. Um, okay, so how far am I away from droid A at this point? Um, so you you just try, made, tried to make a striking attack against that droid, so you're within melee range. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the same thing then. I'm going to try to Whack it one more time. Um, again with your deactivated lightsaber? Yes. Okay. Um, just just, just to remind you, you are taking a slight damage die penalty by keeping it unactivated. And you're, yes. you're okay with this? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, that is a 22. 22 will absolutely hit on uh, droid A. So. Um, uh, and then I also want to use... Uh, a force point to do force empowered self, which will add a, a D4 to my damage. Wonderful. For, for double strike. Great. Okay. So I could just roll a D10, I guess, but I'll do that. Ooh. Ooh, that's nine damage. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you brain this thing right in the chair, or not brain it, but you just whack your shield, um, this big metal discus attached to your arm. You just, I think, punch it straight in the center of its mass, right into its metal chest, and you see a, a long, thin indent in the shape of your shield appear on this droid's um, matte black uh, uh, metal body. Um, yeah, it, it uh, doesn't look too badly beaten up. It doesn't look like it was too, totally shaken by that attack. Um, but yeah, good strike. Nonetheless, we now move to droid B again, who is significantly more damaged and has been... Um, you know, engaged in this combat with L and Rama, um, it is going to try to take a uh, a striking attack, a stock strike attack against um, L as well, since uh, L is the one that just did the most recent damage to it. Um, so I'm going to roll for that. Does a 15 hit? No, a 15 does not hit. Okay, so it misses with that stock strike attack. Um, Man, besides that first first attack, things are going pretty okay. Um, so it completely misses. It also whiffs. You're just too fast for it. You just bob and weave like a professional boxer um, with your staff. <laughs> That's um, cool. Uh, yeah, very fancy footwork. Casual, casual effort for L to dodge that uh, stock strike. Um, that'll bring us back to L in the initiative order. Perfect. Okay. Um, having just dodged out of the way of its strike. I just want to do that thing where like I move and I just turn my head slowly toward it. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna 
spam it with my staff. Um, yeah, okay, so you're going to hit it with your staff. Uh, roll to hit. Yeah. That's not going to hit. That is a uh, seven. Seven will not hit. So you dramatically turn your head after dodging this strike. Um, this droid doesn't have eyes so much as it has like many different camera lenses around its like two tin can head. A couple of them lock like onto your face and you can't really look this thing in the eyes. But as you turn, it just says the darkness is approaching and you try to strike it. And it also dodges out of the way. Very similar to how you just dodged its attack. Like it uh -huh. almost, almost like it just copied your movements. Um, yeah. Uh, um, so, so bonus action, I'd like to try to hit it again. Wonderful. Okay, go for it. Um, that'll hit. That's a 21. 21 will absolutely hit. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, double twos. So that's four kinetic damage. Um, okay. I'd also like to pump a smite into it. Just one. All right, so that'll add a damage dice, right? Uh, it'll add one D8. That's right, okay. That is, oh my God, four. Four. Um, okay. So eight damage total. No, 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 six plus four, 10 damage total. Awesome, yes. okay, this thing is looking pretty rough. And then right. I would like to go ahead and expend one of my uses of channel the force to reduce my speed to half. And uh, if any, if I take energy and kinetic damage I take from weapons before the end of my next turn is reduced by an amount equal to my strength modifier. Great, okay, that's that's very good. Yeah, because they're, they're using um, energy damage. So great. Um, so yeah, you uh, center yourself after, so yeah, that whole sequence where you both dodge each other's attacks happens, then you catch him trying to be fancy um, in a way that droids really shouldn't be trying to, uh, you know, manipulate their yeah. bodies. And you- You're not that full, guy. Yeah, full on crack <laughs> him um, in the same spot in the dent in his helmet. There is, it is now like where it was a perfect cylinder, it is now looking like a more and more like a crunched pop can. Um, and it is, it is looking some seriously hurt. Um, you hear uh, Rosie from uh, like a, a metal balcony railing, like kind of above you, who's like tr furiously tracking data on um, on like a holographic screen. That's up. You're you're doing great. Keep on going. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, that'll bring us to Rama's turn. Uh, first off, I want to look up the balcony and say, uh, <clears throat> "Hey, Rosie, you." you you're dealing millions of dollars, or millions of credits worth of arms right here. Don't you have a pistol? Maybe a BB gun? Something to bullseye womp rats with? Come on. Um, she uh, just says, um, but why would I be the one to, to, to defeat these enemies when that is your specialty? Uh, we'll get to this later. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing as last term. Um, so I'm gonna forego my reaction and also my proficiency to shoot twice. Um, the first one I'm gonna aim at our at our friend the uh, taken one for the team. Uh, let's see here. All right, that is a 16 on the first. 
blaster. S- 16 will hit, and are you, are you targeting um, which droid? The droid that's been taking a lot of punishment? One that's taking a lot of punishment, yes. Okay, so that's that's droid B. That's the white droid. Um, so, yeah, you hit with that first shot. All right. Um, oh, great. That's a one on the die. That's four damage. Is that enough to finish it off? Um, it is not enough to finish right. it off. So the second one, I got a uh, definitive uh Three plus nine. It's a twelve, so I'm guessing that misses. Twelve does miss. Man, I can't hit twice in the same turn to save my life. Well, that's all I can do. <laughs> um, similar story to last turn. You you take two shots with both your pistols <laughs> at this uh, at this white uh, battle droid, and uh, one just narrowly misses as it's kind of in combat with L, um, and the other one uh, hits it on his shoulder, um, does uh, four damage, and although it doesn't look like it's about to like die instantly it does look like it is getting closer and closer to its limit um okay that'll bring us back to droid c same thing it needs a 10 or higher to break free of these restraints roll the four so it still is not going to enter the combat yeah so uh kind of rosie was a slightly hurt rama by the fact that uh you kind of called her out for not contributing um (laughs) so uh, you do start like hearing like other droids kind of like running around in a panic around the garage um, and the hangar and just like trying to get other things organized. Um, some of them are actually sitting on different perches, just kind of cheering you guys on, like like kind of like celebrating and raising their fists. But otherwise, some other droids are kind of like flying around this encounter, like up in the air, both recording and scanning different parts of the fight and just trying to give. Just kind of get uh, it's basically rosie trying to get a full overview of what the battlefields look like and you hear her from the balcony call up and say just so you know these droids are uh they are weak to energy and ion forms of damage so blasters and light weapons would be effective against them i have um, no idea what that means adjust <laughs> <Just> my helmet <laughs> Um, she kind of leans over, like one robotic arm grips the railing and looks down at you from this balcony and says, Shoot them in the face, Rama. <laughs> um, that will now bring us back to uh, Droid A at the top of the initiative order. Um, Droid A is going to try to shoot Rama. Um, Rama, you are still kind of on the fringes of this engagement, so you're not really like engaged in like a normal melee with these um, with these other droids. And so I'm going to say that sneak attack would not be appropriate for this droid here since you are looking at the full view of the battlefield um, and aren't, aren't going to be surprised by this thing shooting at you. Um, so it is just going to try to uh, shoot you in the face. Um, <laughs> we've got a 19 on the die um, and it's got a plus five, so that'll certainly hit. Um, so... That'll be 10 damage. Yeah, so that, uh, I said 10 damage, that'll bring your HP total down to 15. 15, holy moly. These things hit hard. Ow! Your strategy to focus on on one of them is wise. Um, Okay, so that is droid A's turn. Um, So yeah, so he, uh, these droids are are feverishly just trying to track all of your movements um and find targets to assassinate 
this droid um, says, Scanning for the darkness, target acquired. And shoots at you. Um, it hits a portion of your Beskar steel armor. Um, it hits it in a it hits you in a spot where there is a gap in the armor between the shoulder plate and the chest plate. So it hits you right in that joint. Um, very painful. It hits you for ten damage. Dark. What do you mean darkness? Um, it's calling me dim. After that, that will be Akala again. So I'm gonna try something risky. Um, I. See Rosie typing away at her computer. I'm assuming she's still doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to decide to turn on to activate my shield just for a second to try to hit hit the guy just for a little extra damage, um, and then turn it off again really quick. So I I'm okay with rolling for uh, deception if you want me to do that. Yeah. So you so you've committed to turning on your shield in this moment. Just just, so you, so just you... for a second. Just for uh, literally okay. just to. Like, okay, so so the click, the, bam, click. So the the I'm gonna tell you right now the DC for this is going to be high. You need to beat a, a DC twenty deception check to make this attack. Okay, hold on, hold on. Before I do that, then, um, does Rosie saying that it's uh that these droids are more susceptible to energy attacks? Does that mean they're like weak to them, like extra weak to them, or no? Do they take more damage from them? Uh, they do. Yes. Let me just double check how much, but yes, it does mean that they would take extra. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'll try it then. Okay. Go ahead and make a DC 20 deception check. (laughs) God damn it. That's a four. (laughs) Um, so no. Oh, Oh, also, Rama, I forgot, you do energy damage. So that last hit that you did, that did four damage, actually should have done eight. Um, and then uh, I did, I think it's six before that. Okay, uh, Okay. so we'll, I'll address that in, in a second, because we'll, we'll correct that. Um, okay, so you, unfortunately, Akala, you did not hit, well, so you did not, uh, you, sorry, what was your roll on the deception? I was, I was rolling for deception, so okay. I only got a four on that, but... Um, I'll roll the hit still. Yes, um, yeah. So that doesn't affect with, affect your chance to hit. Yeah. That uh, is an eleven. Probably won't hit. Eleven does not hit, but you do look rad as hell. Um. So you. Uh, <laughs> and which droid were you trying to attack? Black, white, uh, or silver? The A, whichever one I'm. I've right. been hitting um, with. So you try to attack um, droid A with your shield again. Like you're just a tad too slow to catch it. Um, as you swing your unactivated shield, you try to activate it in the last possible moment and then deactivate it again. But that effort was just a little too much, like on your attack. Like you kind of you overthought it a little bit, and so you still miss. You just like were a hair too slow. Um, your shield does erupt in this violent, beautiful golden light that streams all around in a circular halo from your shield it lights up the whole room for an instant in this warm beautiful golden glow um everything turns and looks at your shield for a second including rosie um all of her cameras and like scanner droids also pick it up um hence why it would have been so difficult to successfully do this um uh you hear rosie from her balcony say cool lightsaber um and you (laughs) miss um and she keeps working, um, and that's the end of your turn. 
Um, okay, can I keep it activated then? Can we assume sure. that I didn't turn it off? Okay, cool. Sure. All right, Soul has entered the fucking fray. Yeah, um, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is now... Uh, okay, so it's Droid B's turn. This is the droid that, uh, Brennan, you were doing the uh, energy damage to. Because of the extra damage that I forgot to count, this thing is below zero HP. Um, it it staggers a little bit, tries to aim its gun at L for one last attempt on L's life, and it uh, the damage is just too great and it falls apart um, or, or just collapses. It doesn't fully disassemble. As it does, L, you're right in front of this thing. Time stops. You look at this thing's helmet into those ocular eye sockets, camera things, and again, while these are not eyes, they are always essentially lifeless robotics. As this thing dies, purple, oozy smoke comes from the face of this droid and leaps towards you, L. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. DC of 10. Come on, baby. Uh... That's a 23. <laughs> 23. Fuck yes. Uh, it's a great roll. It's a wonderful roll. Okay. So this purple, oozy, cloudy something comes out of this droid's head um, where its main decision-making circuitry and computer mechanisms are housed. And it leaps violently towards your face. And right in front of you, it is rebuffed by your force aura. And the purple smoke kind of fizzles like it is in pain and it starts to clear and you see a long, slimy, but also incredibly barbed and vicious looking purple worm that disintegrates in front of your eyes as it is rebuffed from you and it is gone. Oh, that's disgusting. So, Droid, Droid B's dead. Uh, love that. So that's one off the battlefield. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, you also, uh, why don't you all of you roll for me um, in this moment um, perception checks as well. I, can I just assume that I fail it? Do I have to roll? <laughs> Here we go, boys. I got all an right. 18. I got a minus what? eight. Two, what's my minus to perception? Or did I try and take proficiency that to counteract my low wisdom? Because I got a 14 on the die. Um, perception is only minus one for you. Um, Hell yeah. 13. Okay, so um, Akala and uh, Renan, uh, Akala and Rama, you both, um, you, you both see that uh, droid A looks like a little, like, uh, like like a little bit rocked, like almost it's like it was kind of stunned by the death of whatever that was that just happened. Um, oh, by the way, uh, only L saw that purple mist. That was not visible to anybody else on the battlefield or to Rosie or anybody else. Um, uh, Rama and Akala, you both noticed that uh, both droid A and droid C, which is still restrained, seem to have been slightly weakened, and also that the the light um, seems to be a bit brighter in the room as well. Um, next, uh, after droid B, is going to be L's turn. Hells yeah. Okay. 
I'm going to go up to Droid C. Um, still pro not provoking any opportunity attacks because I still am maintaining concentration on uh, okay. face strike. Um, do I get advantage since Droid C is restrained? You do get advantage. Okay. I want to take my Vibra staff and smack it in its dumb little head. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and smack it in its dumb little head. Uh, that's a 19. 19 will hit it. Okay, I will go ahead and drop... Well, you know what? It's like a special occasion. I'll drop two smites into it. Okay, so that's two extra d8s. Yep. Big money. Bad rolls. Uh, that's actually not too bad. 13, 16... That's 18 um, kinetic damage. Damn, okay, yeah, you just, like, overhand strike, hit this thing with your Vibra Staff right in its dome. You said that was 18 damage? Yeah, um, and then for my bonus attack, which would still be at, dis or still be at advantage, because it's still restrained, um, that's a 16 to hit. Hits it exactly. That's seven kinetic damage. Okay, wow, so you did a ton of damage to this thing, in one round, it is still spazzing, going, the darkness is near, the darkness is Yeah, yeah, whatever. And you smack it mid-sense, the darkness is and it just completely, like, stops that audio track. Um, and, uh, yeah, it is dented as shit. It is, like, the opposite of, like, the, the... It still, like, looks like you crushed a tin can, but just from the top instead of the side, like the other droid. From the um, top, make it drop? Exactly, yes. Um, yeah, uh, it is already low to the floor, unfortunately, so it cannot cannot drop itself any lower um but yeah so you brained that thing wonderful attack um all the droids um at the both the death of the of droid b and this new attack on droid c are cheering and you hear just like mechanical chitters and just like digital cheers like uh you hear like a very like stock digitized like yay, yay! sound effect go up just from somewhere <laughs> in the room but otherwise you just hear like little like little just like cheering droid noises around um, that is now Rama's turn. All right. Um, I'm going to go and I'm going to, actually, what oh, kind of gun? Question. Oh, you first. Elf. Sorry. Can I, uh, I'm going to re-up my blade barrier with my channel, the force. Remind me what that does again. Um, it, uh, when I deal my melee weapon damage, that includes my strength modifier. Oh, wait, Never mind. Too late. Just kidding. So you have to do that at the beginning of your turn, I would, I would assume, or before you do No, I just have to forego the strength modifier damage to do it. Oh, okay. Which I don't want to do. Also, you've already made your attack at this point, so we'll just have to... Yeah. Or I guess is it just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, we'll just... Yeah. But you get to do it after you deal damage is when you decide to use it. Oh, okay. Good yeah. to know. Um Great. Yeah, so you could use that uh, next turn before you... Before I add numbers together. Yes. <laughs> before math. Uh, Rama, yeah. so it is your turn. Um, I'm going to aim at, uh, at droid A. <clears throat> and um, I'm going to... Um, question before I do that. What kind of gun did uh, droid B drop? Um, it dropped um, a uh, uh, energy sniper rifle. 
which is a I don't have the I don't it looks like it's a two-handed weapon um if you want to pick it up and use it you could you just I don't think you would be able to at this current juncture use your Kimbo strike because I think it requires two hands to aim right um all right in that case I'm gonna move toward it but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick it up and okay. then I'm gonna uh, shoot both again first one lands us a 15 darn 15 doesn't hit the second one is a 17. <laughs> 17 does hit there we go all right um damage on that is uh six damage energy all right so that's six damage doubled to 12 um okay wow uh yeah you this this attack lands quite hard um yeah so you shoot uh this matte black droid um square in its head this time you actually do hit it in the face um following rosie's command um she says from the balcony that is more like it um and uh this thing it looks like it is visibly hurt um it is no longer it does it seems like it does not have the capability to make the uh chanting noises that was coming from it previously like something inside of it has been damaged to the point where it can no longer vocalize um so it is just now um silent and uh slightly smoking and dented and uh charred from that energy great now it is again to droid c um hoping that it stays restrained for the party uh Rolled a seven. Um, so that's only going to get it to nine. So it is still not going to break free. Um, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Um, dang, I, it's been hard to do damage to y'all. Um, great. Uh, so that brings us back to the top of the order for droid A, um, which was just attacked by uh, Rama. Um, I think... Droid A um, is actually going to target Akala again this time um, and try to hit her with its sniper rifle. It's going to be a 21 to hit. Jesus Christ. Can we not? <laughs> Can we not do this right now? <laughs> Akala, you are going to take only four damage. Oh, Thank God. It rolled a one on its damage die. <laughs> oh. oh, it did it though. Oh, that's a scuffed. Oh, that was an 11. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so, <laughs> if I took 11 damage, I'm so down. I'm like more than down. Um, th- to be truthful to this, so the reason I thought it was a one, cause this, this die is old and the other one is worn off, but I can show you this is what it landed on. Oh, oh man. So I thought it was a one. I only had six damage left, so. So, Akala, you go down on the next, on your next turn, you'll start to make death saving throws. Got it. What do you do when the healer gets, gets downed? (laughs) Gotta win the fight, I guess. Um, Great. Uh, So that would be Akala's, so that's actually Akala's turn right now. So go ahead, Mm -hmm. um, make me death saving throws. I, 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 forget the mechanics of this so it's a 10 or higher saves a crit yeah. on either side counts as two th- 
two throws. I do you um, get any bonus to your saving throw? I guess that's what I was gonna ask. Amelia, Let me look it up real quick. The answer to that. Death saves is just a straight roll. Oh, great. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yes. So uh, roll. Tell me get? you didn't roll a one. Tell me you didn't roll a one. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did roll. A That's one. two failures. That's two yeah. failures. Fuck. Um. Yeah. Jesus. Someone. Someone. How far take away now. is Akala from me? Um, We're all pretty Akala, close together, right? Akala is about ten feet away from you. Okay. Just wondering. And, and your your face strike is still active. Like, did, how long does that stay active? It stays up for a minute, so that's like ten rounds of combat. But I have to maintain concentration on it. I just haven't been hit, <laughs> <laughs> so it hasn't been a problem. I haven't had to make a single concentration check. And it's ten rounds, not ten turns, right? That those are the same thing. Ten rounds Sorry, of combat. So- would be so ten. it's not it's not like like after like ten individual turns. It's after you've made ten turns. Correct. That, yeah, ten okay. rounds of combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that your face strike is, is still up, so you can move um, without getting an opportunity attack. Uh, if you uh, want to go to Akala to give her the the help action or to try to stabilize her. Um, is it my turn? Um. Uh, I just went. It is, it is your turn now because Droid B is dead, so it does jump straight to... Okay. Well, first, got to have my priorities. I want to jab Droid C in the face. Add advantage okay. for it is still a strain. Uh, highest one is going to be a 17. Uh, 17 will hit. Awesome. And this is Droid C, right? The same one that's still restrained? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Four points of kinetic damage as I am all out of force-empowered strikes, and then I will very calmly but purposefully make my way to Akala. I will expend a use of Channel the Force, and as a bonus action, because it's a bonus action, apparently, I will lend aid. Uh, Akala, you get uh, six, no, seven whole... Uh, hit points. And if you were poisoned or diseased, you no longer are. I was not, I don't think. Great. So that that, uh, stabilizes Akala, brings her back up to 7 HP. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So Akala, um, you know, you got hit by that sniper rifle bolt. You collapsed onto the floor. We're in immense pain. Got shoot straight in the chest. L, what do you do physically while Akala's on the ground. Also, uh, your, your uh, light shield deactivated when you fell unconscious. Um, so, El, what does this look like? Describe this for us. Yeah, I am gonna just kind of, you know, walk up to her and uh, crouch down and sort of just, like, not, like, grab, but, like, kind of caress, almost turn her, her head up because it's probably, like, laying toward the side. Um, yeah, full and- ragdoll. Yeah, so, like, uh, put her head up and uh, just wait for her to open her eyes. And uh, as I send the, the power of the Force through her and say, you good? For now. Yeah, okay. Um, and the, the power of the Force flows from Elle's hand um, into 
Aqua's body, you feel a electric uh, sensation like that originates at the chest wound that you just received spread through your body, and you feel like uh, your organs and your um, muscles start knitting themselves back together under the touch of an old friend. Um, how sweet. Uh, so They were uh, roommates, and they were roommates. <laughs> this is Akala and her friend. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, we come now to Droid C, um, what appears to be likely the last chance this thing has to enter the fray. Um, yeah, 10 or higher. Okay, rolled a 9, which is so close, but it still fails. It is struggling against its restraints, but all the damage it has taken has made it just all the more harder to make this strength check to bust free. Um... It is just struggling mechanically as it rides in these restraints but cannot break free. That brings us back to the top of the order for Droid A. Um, yeah, so Droid A seeing L rush to Akala's side um, to help her is going to take a shot at Akala. Um, All right, cool. Okay, that's like really <laughs> rude sorry, of it, sorry, though. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I shot at L. I shot okay. At L. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life out here. Roll the five. You're spared. Um, it does not hit. Can't touch this. The, these droids have rolled horrendous, um, I will say. Except, except the ones for... hitting me. Yeah, <laughs> they've done a great job at hitting Akala, actually. <laughs> this this fight truly could have gone so much worse. Um, I was one death save away from fucking dying. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I know. I, I am very aware. Um, it's back to Akala's turn. Um, okay, who's left? Uh, uh, um, just Droid A and Droid C, which are still restrained. Okay, um, how close am I to Droid A? Uh, you are, uh, about 10 feet away. Okay, that's not close enough for melee, right? Um. No, but you can easily get there within movement, and you wouldn't affect an opportunity attack, because you're I not already I don't want to get close to it, um, so I'm gonna do, uh, phase throw. Um, or saber throw, whatever. I'm gonna throw, throw the shield at it. Great, yes, um, make do I ha- that. Do I have to roll for that, since that's a force... Yeah. Cast? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you you add your um, force casting modifier and proficiency. Okay. Force casting. Uh, okay. Ooh. Okay. So I get a lot bonus to that. That's a twenty-three. Fuck this 20, guy. Twenty-three will hit. Um, and so since you've hit it with this power, you deal um, additional damage. So you do 1d8 for your lightsaber, and then you do additional am- damage equal to half your uh, wisdom or, or charisma modifier. But wisdom is your higher casting stat. So. Okay, so 1d8 plus half of oh, wisdom. Okay. Of your wisdom bonus. Um, yeah. Yeah, not the whole stat. Right, right, right. Um, where's my... Okay. That is seven. Seven damage. Seven damage. Uh, that's great. So you're aiming for droid A? Yeah. Um, with seven damage, you you throw your lightsaber. It is a spinning gold disc through the air. Um, all of the droids simultaneously as you throw this thing go, 
and it slices completely the uh, arm that is not um, like welded to the lightsaber completely off the torso of this IG-88. Um, your lightsaber, like a boomerang, so cuts through it, flies through the air, spinning end over end um, like a wheel through the air, turns and comes back to your hand. Um, you catch it seamlessly. Um, and uh, this droid is not dead, but it is – actually, no, you did – no, this thing is dead because that is energy damage. So this mm -hmm. thing drops to zero HP. Um, it completely cr uh, collapses on itself. And Akala, time stops. You lock eyes with the fleeting images of this thing. That purple gooey mist once more comes from the head cavity of this robot and comes out and tries to attack you. Make me a constitution saving throw, DC of 10. Oh, that's a nine. Fuck my life. All right. Okay, we gotta kill Akala now. She's gone to the dark side. <laughs> no, no. It's so easy. You have like, what, seven hit points? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna describe what happens. So. This droid dies, um, and it falls lifeless to the floor. And Akala, time does slow for you. The body of this droid is falling in slow motion, but this cloud of horrible, corrupt ooze flies at your face and like slows down as it's getting right in front of you where your force aura kind of extends, and it crashes through. And it envelops your entire head from your perspective. All of your vision goes this dark, deep purple. Um, you take uh, six psychic damage. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Um, and you are also. Um, Ooh, question. Yes. Would you consider this a force power that is dealing psychic damage? Um, no. Damn. Okay, continue. Yeah, we can, once this battle's over, we can, we, we can make some checks to figure out what this is, but it is not, and I think the way you're thinking about it, a force power. Um, so you take six damage, um, your vision goes all purple and the worst moments of your life start playing in Akala's head. Like the moment that uh, you had to leave your parents um, for the final time, um, the hardest moments of training in the Jedi Order flash through your head, every moment which you've been beaten down, dejected, in which somebody has exerted their power or control over you, the uh, memories that take up a bulk of this sequence of pain in your head, I think are about L dying and you getting the news that L had perished on a mission um, and the, the months of grief that you had to go through processing that. Um, are there any other memories that might flash through Akala's head that inflict this psychic damage upon her? Nope, I think you're right, it's mostly just L. The other thing that happens while this is going on is that uh, you will need to make that constitution saving throw again on your next turn at the beginning if you would like to make an action. You are incapacitated currently. 
Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, kind of crazy. Um, and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while. Simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah. That's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's it's almost over. Um Yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the the theme song as always. Um and thank you to everyone who has listened uh thus far and I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um but yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Okay, so Droid A is dead. Akala, um, it is now actually your turn in the order, so you can go ahead and make that constitution saving roll again to try to break out of this. Great. Seven. Does not do it. Um, you are still incapacitated. Um, I'm going to say normally I would have you, I would inflict damage again, but since 
we we literally just did that. It doesn't feel particularly fair. Right. Um, and it would and also. I only have one HP. <laughs> so please <laughs> so, don't do uh, this to me. <laughs> so you'll get you'll get other chances to lose that hit point <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, as we go further. Um, so uh, yeah, so. Droid B is dead, so now it is L in the order. Your only opponent left is Droid C, which is still incapacitated, still restrained. I'm going to start swinging. Great. And you still get advantage because it's still restrained. Natural 20. Finally. Fuck yes. Uh, yes, let's go. That's what we needed. Out of force empowered strikes, so I simply won't use it. Um, hold on. Let me see if I got any weird stuff I can do. No. Come on. Okay, that's four plus six is 10 plus two is 12 kinetic damage. 12 kinetic damage, okay. Yeah. Um, that is a significant portion of this thing's remaining HP. Um, it does not fully kill it though. So you're just whacking heavy strikes with your Viber Staff on this thing. Your Viber Staff like rebounds and dents this thing. Um, I'm just trying to smash it in its dumb head and also put myself between it and Akala. Yes. Wonderful. Um, yeah, so that'll be the end of your turn. It is now Rama's turn. All right. <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to aim at the <laughs> aim at the last remaining droid. Um, from my perspective, you mentioned that nobody could see what was going on with L. Is it visible what's going on with uh, with Akala? From my perspective, from the outside perspective, what it looks like just happened with Akala is that this thing died, and she immediately. Uh, well, Akala, just describe what like your physical reaction would be to um, getting this like form of possession on you. Um, keep in mind, it is incapacitating you. But what would that look like? Um. It- from an outsider's perspective, it would probably just look like she's dizzy, like hand on head, kind of unstable. But I don't think she like falls or anything. Yeah. So Rama, yeah. it just looks like um, Akala is super out of it, um, almost like she just got like really bad news, um, and just seems like her her head is not in the fight at the moment. But you didn't see any of the purple stuff. Okay. Um, in that case, I guess I'm. Uh, if I saw some purple stuff, I may be tempted to try shooting, but if I didn't see anything, I, I think I'm just gonna make a concerned look, except I'm wearing a mask, so no one would know but me, and then, uh, focus my fire on, uh, the last droid. Um, are they both still, are they both at advantage? Even if yes, I'm, most okay, so advantage. I'm gonna forego the, uh, the typical bonus. First shot <clears throat> is... A oh advantage that's right. So first shot is a seventeen. Okay, that hits. I also want to ask this question too. So uh, this thing is is restrained. You can hit it anywhere. Um, most of the important like record keeping cognitive bits for this droid are in its head. Mm-hmm. It has been taking a lot of cranial damage. Uh, it might matter out of combat where you decide to finish this thing on like location. I'm gonna hit it so, the uh, where the would chest you? square. All right, uh, so you, you rolled enough to hit. Um, roll damage. Uh, that is four energy. <clears throat> four energy um, doubled to eight. Will drop this thing to zero. Um, Hell yeah. Rama. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. 
Here we go, boys. You uh, have your blasters in front of you, hands akimbo. You fire one <coughs> shot to this thing's chest. The lights in it go off. It freezes. It stops resisting, and it slumps in its restraints into a slouched over uh, sitting position. And although you do not lock eyes with it, time does slow for you as well. And out of the carcass of this IG-88 droid comes this purple mist, this goo, this corruption, and it rushes towards you, towards your helmet. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a 17. Uh, 17 uh, saves. Uh, saves completely. This thing, um, it doesn't get rebuffed by your force aura, but it hits your helmet, and for a like for a split second you see um like out of this mist you don't really see anything at first and then very suddenly like you see like a and a large like sucker on the end of a worm latches onto your visor but can't get purchase on anything and so shrivels dies and disintegrates and the mist is dispelled and time starts uh resuming normally so we're out of combat now so, uh, congratulations. Woo! All the droids start cheering. Yay! Oh, I'm going to try to avoid here. vomiting inside my helmet. Because that's nasty. That's, that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> let's resolve Akala real quick. Um, Akala, you need to make a constitution saving throw. Um, would anybody like to do anything... Um, to help or or just do anything in general um, while Akala does this. After, you know, the last one is fought, I'll probably turn back toward Akala to see how she's doing and notice that she's kind of sort of like frozen. Like, and uh, I'm just going to kind of go up and grab her by the shoulders and do like a little shake. Like, hey, you, you okay? Great. So, Akala, you're you're going to make this Constitution saving throw with advantage. Um, then I'll just gave you the help action, essentially. Um, so go ahead and go ahead and roll that again. DC ten. That didn't do it. What the fuck? I need to retire these dice. That was a three and a five. Um. All right. Um. You take eight damage, uh, so you're, <laughs> you, you, I think, vomit, um, get violently ill, and uh, fall to the ground again. Wait, <laughs> did she vomit on me because I'm right in front of her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you're like, you're like Akala, like, snap out of it, and she just full on, <clears throat> like, and, like, falls into you and into this vomit that she is just uh, Okay, great, um, perfect, Love I'm that. just gonna catch her and kind of rub her head. <laughs> She seems to be going through it, even though this is disgusting. Um, so the thing affecting your mind has not gone away. Um, you are unconscious now, which means that you, Akala, can't do anything more at the moment to resist this. This thing will not kill you. Um, L, make for me um, a force check. Which again is going to be your, uh, it should just be your spell casting modifier plus your proficiency to add to the cool. D20. That is a 21. Okay, uh, so what you are able, so you like 
L, you saw this purple, this purple mist and this worm attack you, but it failed. So you, I think it's safe for you to assume that that same thing happened to Akala, or sorry, yeah, it failed. You succeeded in defending against it. Akala did not. You were able to intuit that that's what happened. You're, while you're not sure exactly what is going on inside of her head, you, it is clear that whatever is happening is making her physically ill, but it's also has to be something that is not just mundane. Like this isn't a mundane illness and it's also not a force power that you would cast. It is like something that is kind of straddling the line between what you think would be like normally possible with the force. Um, and so you're not sure exactly like what's causing this. However, you're pretty sure that it has to do like it's related to one's ability to like resist something. Mm. Like it is not just like a natural immunity thing or if you're physically strong, it has to do with your will. Um, and you also know that she needs immediate attention. Okay. Um, and she's like unconscious. She's unconscious right now. Okay. Um, I'm going to take her uh, shield and just kind of sling it over my back. Uh, knowing right. that it's her lightsaber and she probably doesn't want any, like she probably doesn't want Elle to be messing with it, but like also doesn't really doesn't want anyone else touching it. Um, and she it's doesn't know she in can, this case. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> she doesn't know necessarily that she can trust Elle, but like she can. Um, and I'm just gonna pick her up like Princess Carrie um, and uh, look up toward Rosie and say, uh, do you have any kind of a med bay? And I'm going to spend my very last channel the force to lend aid yet again to our dear unconscious friend. Um, and maybe the disease thing will help. Who knows? Uh, um, okay. So it's, it's, it's not going to fully cure her. What it will do um, in a moment is give her another shot at resisting. But let's let's cover a little bit of ground after this fight before we, we make that check. But nothing bad's going to happen in the meantime. We'll just have to we'll put a pin in that um, check. But you were successful in part in helping her with that mm -hmm. power. Um, so you, um, how do you? What does that interaction look like? I mean, your princess carrying her. Do you just like wish her well? Like, what does that look like? Uh, I think. I, uh, like, I, I hold her and just in a very low voice, just, I'm sorry. Um, Akala, you are going through that same, uh, carousel of painful memories in your mind and somewhere very distantly you hear those words, um, and it, it anchors you a little bit in this storm inside your unconscious mind, um, somewhat back to the real world, and you're able to get a brief reprieve. Um, Rosie comes down from the balcony. She walks down these steps. Um, she quickly scans over the battlefield. Um, she snaps some orders to some droids. Um, BD-4, collect the intel processes from all of these decapitated droids. Start running processes immediately to get the video footage from when they were first afflicted. Try to find what caused all of this. And then she snaps to um, Ellen Akala, um, looks at Akala, and um, says, um, 
I can start administering medical attention to her immediately. We just need to move her to one of these, uh... Well, it's not really a hospital bed so much as a workbench. It was made for droids, but I can do some medical um, procedures to help stabilize her. Um, and she starts guiding you over to a um, kind of off corner of this massive hangar where there is a set of um, metal like sheet beds upon which there are like slightly disassembled droids. And she, in one sweep, like clears a small droid off of a table. It's parts like clatter and like uh, crash to the ground. Um, and she has you uh, place Akala on this um, bench and um, yeah. Um, once she is placed um, on this, this bench, um, mechanical droid arms like from an overhead contraption start like articulating and moving down over her body and start administering various like IV drips. Um, and start taking like diagnostic scans of her, trying to figure out what's wrong, but is starting to administer some like basic first aid and some more advanced medical care as well. At this point, Akala, I would like you to try to make another constitution saving throw, this time with advantage from the words that L spoke to you. I watched me get like a one and a two again. No, okay. I'm going to give you natural 20 vibes because <laughs> Elle is just holding your hand and squeezing it a little bit. Uh -huh. 15. Thank fucking God. Close enough. <laughs> okay. Um, so Elle is squeezing uh, one of your hands and it's just kind of like... Uh, dotingly over your your unconscious body and kind of sending good force vibes. Um, the medical attention from Rosie is starting to rejuvenate your body a little bit and you fitfully kind of start to thrash your head and start blinking your eyes open. Um, as you do, you still see this purple mist. L and Rama, I imagine you're over here too as well, Rama. Great. Um, you both see that uh, Akala's eyes are this milky purple, um, similar to the shade of, of smoke and goo that attacked all of you. Um, and as she kind of wakes up, um, Akala, you basically find the will within yourself to expel this, this creature from your consciousness and from your body. Um, what does that look like as like you like uh, wake up and try to force this thing out of you? That's a great question. Um, I uh, My go-to is to think like a coughing fit, sort of. Um, okay. Or just maybe like bundling herself up. Yeah, so you like... Back, so like, yeah, I don't know. So you're laying flat on this table. You, um, so you're laying flat on this table. You like sit up very fast and wake up and start hacking your lungs out after two or three big COVID coughs, like... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and a a the the purple worm is coughed up in your phlegm and you catch it in your hand and it uh it is like midway through disintegration and Rosie comes over with a jar and scoops it and twists the jar closed and it stops disintegrating but it is like thrashing actively dying um and she says well, whatever this novelty is, I will run thorough scans immediately to figure out what it is. This is quite unusual. Um, yeah, so 
Uh, everyone take a deep breath. Everybody's going to be fine for the time being. Jeez. Um, cool. Okay. So, um, Akko is awake. You guys have some time to just like recoup and uh, take a long rest. It is the same day as you guys got your bounty. When that happened at like 10 p.m., it is now like 2.30 in the morning. You guys are exhausted. You guys are injured. Um, would you guys like to take a long rest while you're at Rosie's? Uh, yes, but uh, first, I would like to look at Rosie and say, you, you wouldn't happen to have another shirt, would you? Um, looking she... uh, down at my shirt with the vomit and then looking straight at Akala. <laughs> Um, your, uh, her, Rosie's porcelain white face with these, um, like LED eyes, like look at you and you see her like look up and down at you and then at Rama and his busted up armor and Akala and her torn up clothing and like vomit drenched, uh, clothing and, and just says, yes, I do think that I have several spare sets of clothing somewhere, um, D28, would you go searching in our inventory for th three sets of just street clothes, please? Um, and a small, like, droid on wheels with small articulated hands um, just zooms by, um, passing, like, through a door and starts looking for things. Um, she uh, looks at all of you and says, I uh, did not expect this to go this way, I had no idea that these droids would be so aggressive in this manner. I thought because of their state they would have been somewhat weakened, but it appears that they were actually strengthened by whatever altered them, and for that I do apologize. I am momentarily in all three of your debt, and I, as you may have observed, have a a plethora of armaments and materials at my disposal. I would be happy to house all of you for the night and provide you with food and clothing. And I think that I may have several items that could be of value going forward if it means helping Oko. I also would love to have a conversation with you, sharing what I know about Oko's situation. But I think we may need to get some rest. Um, and then he, she uh, more pointedly looks at um, L and says, I noticed that Akala, well, that, that shield that she has is a light weapon. And I did notice some atypical fighting practices on the battlefield. I do not judge, and it is my business to be accepting of all customers, including Jedi. I would appreciate, however, to know precisely if it is the Jedi that you two are affiliated with. I am uh, currently unaffiliated and under the radar, and I would like to keep it that way. Oh, understood. Perfect. And Akala? I was sent here on my first solo mission. Hmm. A Jedi Padawan, then? Yes. Well, you are among friends, friends. Uh, and she kind of, like, cocks her head robotically and is just like, did I, did 
do person right just now. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I want to um, reiterate because I know that this um, these relationships started off with a bit of skepticism um, from everybody. I our harbored no ill will towards the Jedi, and I am an equal partner, customer, or I am an equal provider to all affiliated groups, so long as they are not directly in conflict with my interest. And while the Jedi do frown upon lawbreakers, I do have somewhat of an understanding with the Jedi leadership, so I want you to know that this is... Um, you're welcome here, so long as that you are happy to be here. I'm happy to keep your secret as long as you keep mine. Sure. So, um, it's a secret that you're a Jedi, then? To others on this bounty, with us, yes. Ah, the competing groups. Okay. Um, Also, it's a secret to the Jedi that I'm alive, so maybe... Maybe keep that one to yourself. Ah, that's... I am very glad that you mentioned that. I will make sure that in all my dealings with the Jedi that your name will not come up, El. Thank you. Um, Also, if you need further assistance to get fake identification papers or a name change to help you stay more under the radar, I could potentially facilitate that with some time. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Great. Um, uh, the uh, droid on wheels that uh, buzzed off to get you clothing has returned with three sets of uh, t-shirts and jeans fitted to the approximate sizes of all of you. Um, she uh, takes one set, uh, Rosie does, and walks over to Rama and says, um, I know Mandalorians do not prefer to take off their armor when they do not have to. However, I did notice that yours is in questionable condition, and I would like to offer to repair and enhance it for you, if that would be amenable to you, and in the meantime, you could wear these clothes. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to consider for a moment, and then I imagine like a piece of my pauldron like falls off when it got hit with it. <laughs> Thunk! I'll be like, that, that'd be most kind of you. Uh, thank you. Um, great. Um, she leans down and picks up that shoulder plate and just kind of tucks under her arm. I have, um, a very limited supply of Baskar steel ingots. It is not enough to make any sort of meaningful additions to your armor, but with what I have and with what we're currently working with, and she kind of holds up the, this piece of, like, kind of messed up, like, partially melted plate that dropped... I think I can repair your suit enough to give you some greater benefit. Um, she leads you over to a... Uh, okay, so it's a, a platform that has a archway around it from one side to the other that fits a human form um, that has like robotic um, arms attached to the outside of this arch. So when you stand in it, you're under... It's kind of like a TSA security check tube, basically, where if you... Um, she guides you over to this, um, this like workstation, the standing workstation. Please stand here and put your arms out in the shape of a T. Um, am I, is this a prank? <laughs> kind of weird, but just put his arms out in the shape of a T. 
Um, she hands uh, the piece of plate to one of the mechanical arms that is articulating around you, standing in this position. As you make this T-pose, um, these mechanical arms start grabbing onto plates of your armor and cutting with scissors the fabric away that it is attached to and starts desuiting you, uh, basically, and taking out all the armor components off of your body. Um, most of the clothing that was, like, keeping this armor together was already in rags, like, already. Because, like, the armor attaches to, like, an undersuit, basically. Um, and that undersuit has been badly damaged just from you not being able to repair it and it being an old suit of armor, um, etc. So she takes all this armor off. Um, you're in your skippies. Um, uh, does, Ar- does Rama... Ha- oh, yeah. Um, before... Th- the all the armor comes off um does rama want to present as a different form uh yes absolutely um so i'm going to uh change myself into no longer rama but um let's see who should i change myself into i'm gonna change myself it doesn't need to what what? i said it doesn't need to be a specific person just give me um uh a a species um Species, gender, uh, like description. Uh, let's go with a, a, a human male, uh, unremarkable, maybe like five foot eleven, round glasses, uh, dark black hair. Great. So, uh, Rama, you basically uh, use your Claudite ability to um, rapidly shapeshift into uh, basically Daniel Radcliffe. That's <laughs> um, what I'm picturing in my mind. Um, <laughs> Um, with the glasses and everything, but the the way that works is like your glasses are like would technically be made out of your own flesh, which is strange to think about. Hate that so Um, much. (laughs) I was thinking like, what's a disguise Uh, without fake glasses? But now that you bring that up, yeah, that's oof. So do you do you not want to include that? I I think I'm going to as like the first time, and then afterwards be like, we're not doing that again. That's disgusting. Um, cool. Are you, are you trying to keep your Claudite nature hidden? Um, honestly, I think it's, uh, yeah. If I could shapeshift as I'm going up to T-Pose, that'd be great. Just, if I could shapeshift before I can, I mean, I can make a check for that because it's going to happen pretty quick. If you'd like. Yeah. So if you, if you want to like fool people so that they like Akala and, um, L and Rosie, like, don't know you're a Claudite. Um, well, I'll tell you right now, Rosie, in this process, is, like, scanning you, like, taking blood samples and shit like that. She knows you're Claudite, but as I think I've made clear, she doesn't give a mm-hmm. shit about most of this stuff. Um, so you won't be able to fool her, but you can make a deception check to fool Aqua um, and L real quick. That's going to be, a, we're going to call it a DC 15, because it's going to be All right. I rolled a 19 on the die, so we're good, because I'm good at lying. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so you seamlessly change into Daniel... Um, and, uh, your armor is ripped off. Um, I, you can, um, you can step forward from the platform now, please. I, I am going to step forward as Daniel. Um, I'm going to be like um, shiver and be like, it's kind of, kind of cold. Can I have some of that? Uh, can I have the clothes? Uh, Rosie hands you, uh, the clothes. Um, it's just a pair. It's just like a black t-shirt and a pair of jeans and some boxes. Nice. Um, <laughs> Great. Um, so, uh, we have much to do and much to discuss and plan going forward. Seeing what you're capable of, knowing that you two are either currently with the Jedi or at one point were with the Jedi and are 
taking up Oko's case indicates to me that you're to be trusted. Despite the doctrinal differences that I and the Jedi Order have on things like crime, despite that, I do admire the Jedi's tendency to try to keep order and peace, so I would like to assist you on your future endeavors in rescuing Oko. But before that, I think that we should perhaps take a rest. Um, please let me know anything um, that you would like or need during your stay. Um, I don't have any beds, but I can have some. Um, I think I do have some survival gear, some sleeping bags, um, some pads that you can um, sleep on. So if that would be good, I can start working on that while you three recuperate. Um, and she walks off um, her mechanical feet, um, kind of clump, clump, clump away. Um, and she starts busying herself getting some bed rolls um, and some food prepared for you. Um, but you guys are just in the hangar um, and you may now um, do what you would wish to take your rest. Uh, I'm going to force take back my shield <laughs> back first thing. <laughs> um, Okay, uh, I'm going to need a uh, pose. Well, Elle, are you going to resist her doing this? Yeah, why not? Ugh. All right. Uh, if you, if, if, would you like to resist it with the force or with your physical strength? Uh, I'll resist it with the force. All right, opposed force <laughs> checks. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, we, so for that, we add spellcasting plus proficiency, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, so it's your, you it's your proficiency. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so that's 20. <laughs> so that's a 27. <laughs> um, yeah, so the shield that you said you was like slung it over your back, L, and so Akala just like turns to you. Uh, I'll let you narrate this, Akala. Like, how does this look? Like, you definitely win, but just what does it look like? Um, just like not even looking, just sensing where L is in, in the room, just sticking my hand out and just having it slide off of L's back and on my hand, and then I put it back. Put it on my yeah. back. Sure. Um, and it comes, it comes right towards you. It kind of like jostles L, uh, like as it flies from your back. Um, uh, and Akala, you get the sense that your shield um, is is happy that you're alive um, and pleased to be back in your possession. Um, uh, great. I'm just gonna just kind of stare at Akala. Like, was that necessary? And I, I, I don't say that, but that's the yeah. look I'm giving. I do not give a look back. I'm going to find somewhere to sit. <laughs> it's been a rough fucking day. <laughs> um, sure. Um, yeah, Akala, you kind of uh, walk off, um, like, kind of, there's, like, a lot of different, like, subsections of this hangar. Like, these mega towers are, like, huge in both circumference and height. So, like, this hangar, even though it's, like, in the middle of this tower, like, there's a lot of different subsections of it that lead to different hangar doors. I think that you find, um, a, like, an X-Wing that's been modified and probably just go and chill um, in, like, a, uh, I, you know, just kind of near that, near some boxes, some, like, equipment crates, um, and just kind of find a cozy, quiet spot to just sit. Great. Perfect. Um, and what would you like to, would you like to do anything else or just, or are you just going to chill there? Um, are there any, we're like super underground, right? You're not underground, but, uh, there's no windows in this hangar except for the hangar doors, which are like, um, so these hangar doors, um, I'm, I'm just kind of using my knowledge from how 
Star Wars Battlefront 2 like I was also thinking Star like. Wars Battlefront 2 hangers. <laughs> so so right now the build like to keep this covert the hangers aren't always open. There is a metal like uh security door that comes over it but there's also a um shield barrier that goes over it. Um but there's no like windows or anything but like nobody can see in or do any of that kind of thing, but you are like above ground, like sixty stories up. Gotcha. I was just, I was just gonna look for a window to see if it was still raining, just be reflective in in the rain. Um, but I guess now might be as good a time as any to do my force blade bond because I have not done that yet. It is a one hour Fuck ritual. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um, so, uh, Akala, you chose when you leveled up to level three, the, uh, uh, subclass way of the force blade. Um, so you go into this meditative state, um, with your shield placed in front of you, um, close enough to, to grab on a moment's notice and you fall into this deep meditative state. Um, for, uh, a good chunk of the hour, um, you're just more or less, um, like it's just static in the brain. Like you reach like a true state of like nothing in your mind as you reflect um, and like your body starts to heal um, more concretely from the damage that takes uh, that it took. Um, you know, your spell slots are, are rejuvenated. Um, partway through this meditative state, um, the static is interrupted by a small point of golden light that you kind of feel in your mind's eye. Um, and this golden light, it's warm. It makes you kind of feel nostalgic. It has this like sweet scent of like freshly mowed grass and like flowers in springtime. Um, and it starts coming closer. And as it comes closer, it expands. And the, the circle halo of this light becomes more pronounced. And Telic is right in front of you. And it is a, a circular halo of light, like a ring of light. Um, that is about uh, six foot um, in diameter and standing in this ring of light is an amorphous um, androgynous um, form that um, has head tails like a Twi'lek but has no facial or body features to really tell and it is this figure is made completely of golden light and you know that this is soul would you like to interact with it at all um, can I reach out to it? Yeah, yeah, you can. You you reach out your hand, um, both in real life and in your mind. And in your mind's eye while you're meditating, soul reaches their golden hand out to yours and clasps it and says, It's nice to meet you. My name's Soul. It's nice to finally meet you after all this time. I've been I've been waiting to to see you. Uh, that was a pretty difficult uh, first first time at bat. I'm I'm really glad that you're safe. Yeah, it hasn't been an easy day. Um, and Soul just kind of looks at you and nods annoyingly. Again, Soul's face is completely um, there's no like real facial features. It's kind of just like a blank golden like light basically. Um, but you get the sense that Soul is, is smiling down at you um, and says, uh, well, Akala, um, 
I, I'm just excited to be with you and to be your partner in all this. Um, there's a lot of things that I, I don't know, but I know that my purpose is to help you bring light to others. That's all I could ever want. Um, Soul um, shakes your hand once more, and on the downward swing of the shake, um, Soul, um, the light uh, diffuses from the ring um, and from Soul, and kind of swirls all around you and fades. Um, and you open your eyes, and your kyber crystal in the center of your shield glows that golden light for a second does not activate just the crystal glows and then recedes and you know that soul has fully awoken um and you have bonded with your light shield um what this means is that uh you cannot be disarmed of this weapon while you are conscious um if this weapon is within 60 feet of you and you can see it you can summon that weapon as a bonus action on your turn causing it to travel instantly to you um you can use wisdom or charisma instead of strength or dexterity for the attack and damage uh rolls that you make with this weapon which means that if you make a physical attack no longer you would be rolling with the same strength and bonuses um as if you were throwing it basically um which should improve your chances to hit considerably. Um, and then also, we since you've already leveled up, you've already had these abilities, but just to, to articulate again what they are, you also get the saber throw force power. And uh, as opposed to before you had this subclass, it, this does not count against your total powers known. Um, so you can uh, take an additional force power. Um, that is not saber throw. And you have bonded with your weapon. How does Akula feel after that? Um, well, after all of that, getting beaten down both physically and psychologically, um, she was probably at a very, uh, all time low for, for confidence, but that brought her back up, I think, to a normal level and is ready to go, go back at it. Awesome. Well, um, I'll, we'll let Akala take a few more hours of rest just to get all your buffs and bonuses. Um, also, um, while we cut away to somebody else, go ahead and, um, I, I didn't keep track in the moment, but, uh, how many force powers did you use during that fight? Just two. I used, uh, face throw and one more, I think, uh, force empowered self. Great. So that'll be four more, uh, I think I, I think I called them spirit points. <laughs> um, uh, so that would bring your total up to I think seven total. Um, so good. I'll just I I think you did call them soul points earlier. Okay, so that's consistent. So soul yeah. points. Um, good. At least that's what I oh, wrote down. Right, I for, I forgot that this was a, a mechanic we were doing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you're not quite at 10 yet, but we're getting close. And, and L, how many uh, force powers do you use? The Fey? Or, uh, um, just Fey's strike. Everything else was uh, a four. I use force empowered strikes. If that's. Th those don't count. It's yeah, specifically so like casting. Just Fey's strike. Okay, so that'll just be one more point for you, um, which should bring your total up to five, I think. I think I'm up to six. Six, okay. 
Great. Um, uh, so that happens over the course of an hour with Akala. Um, we are going to cut to Rama real quick. Um, Rama, what have you been doing over the past hour? Um, so first things first, Rama, you're making up fake points. Typical. <laughs> I did not make these up. These are part of the Star Wars 5e. Uh, Brennan, all of, like, most of the fake points made up in season two were you. <laughs> were signed off by you. That's true. Um, so first thing uh, Rama does is find um, maybe some strips of cloth that just got taken on up off of him, something to make a head wrap just to disguise his head, um, just to, to wrap his face so he can still feel like he's wearing a mask. Okay, great. So you kind of look like a mummy, like from the neck up. Um, after an hour passes, um, you're just kind of chilling. Um, like droids are kind of buzzing all around you. I imagine you find a comfortable spot next to like a, a crate of like uh, normal like munitions, like rifle rounds, um, and just like you know get some food, get some water. Um, after about an hour passes, um, Rosie comes up to you and says. Hello, warrior. Good to see you, uh, <clears throat> Robo Crime Lord. This is, these are fun titles. I like these. Um, <laughs> please continue calling me Robo Crime Lord uh, or Rosie. Um, I have been doing some basic repairs upon your armor. I, however, have identified two potential ways in which I can improve the design of the armor and the uh, suit underneath it that binds all the armor together, and I wanted to get your opinion on which direction I should go. Um, the first option that I considered is using the extra Beskar steel that I had available to add some additional plates to your armor, which would make, uh, it would protect you even more from damage, but it would be slightly more difficult to move around in quietly on account of it clanking a bit more. The other alternative is that I can work with the cuirass under the armor and repair the armor, but make it a bit easier to move in, which may make it uh, make you a bit faster and a bit stealthier on the other hand. Regardless of what you choose, um, I think that I can modify your helmet so that it allows you to operate in zero gravity and extreme cold temperatures. So if you were stuck out in high atmosphere space, you would not instantly die. <clears throat> Rob tries so really... That's oh, what... <laughs> no, no, no. So Rob tries really um, hard to not just... look too excited. <laughs> so um, I just need your preference. If you would like to be bulkier but less stealthy, or if you would prefer more stealth and movement... Um, over greater protection. So, um, and just so you know, mechanically, what these options are, um, if you chose the bulkier option, you would get a, another plus one to your AC, but you would get a minus one to stealth. Um, the other option would uh, increase your initiative and stealth by one um, with no drawbacks, but you just wouldn't be able to add any more plates to this armor and you wouldn't be able to make your armor stronger going forward without more significant upgrades um i'm gonna go with more armor just um because i i'm gonna think about it for a bit, minute and i'm gonna run through the last um i'm gonna do something rama does a lot which is run through a past battle in his head and um just mull over it and i'm gonna think about 
Akla getting whacked uh, pretty quick, and then how um, you know it could we were doing some serious damage, but we're not the tankiest crew. Um, except for L dodging things all the time, but still, uh, it might be useful to have a, <laughs> a hunk of metal, and I'm going to go with uh, the bulkier option, so say, <clears throat> the extra armor is a good idea. I imagine that I'm going to get shot at a lot in the future. Wonderful. Um, I can do that for you. It will take some time. Sorry. Uh, this is the timing. Like, I, I know what you meant when you said, like, I was like, I'm gonna choose the bulkier option. I'm like, I'm gonna get shot at in the future. And your host is like, wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, very much in character for a droid. That's just like, yes, greater protection for when you would inevitably get shot some more. <laughs> um, this will take approximately until morning to complete. So I will check back with you then uh, to finalize um, the repairs. Uh, Rosie, um, I. Uh... Yes. I don't have a lot of credits. I'll pay you back when I can. Um, she stretches out her robotic arms and grabs you, grabs, grabs you by the shoulders um, and looks you very intently in the eyes, which is somewhat creepy because, again, this is a porcelain like <laughs> woman's face that like doesn't express itself besides the eyes and says, My dear warrior, you have done a great service to me today by defeating these droids. Please do not consider any form of repayment. It would be unnecessary. In fact, I owe this to you for your services rendered. So you are not in my debt. I am in yours. All right. We'll call it square then. Indeed. If you will excuse me, I have um, some work to attend to. Um, and she leaves. And that is where we're going to end the session. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.